texted him saying, hey, you know, it's driving me crazy not being able to play. Can I at least be a part of it? Can I be on the sidelines? Um, he's like, he basically told me, you know, hey, that's not our problem. The answer is no, like you can't be, you can't be on the sideline, you know, and, and then we found out later um, and they told us via email, like through the athletic director and stuff, um, you know, you have to be an active member on, of the team to, you know, be on the sideline. So obviously The Rock and Lil Wayne are active members of, <laughs> of, the, uh, of the roster. <laughs> The questions you've all been asking are now being answered. Welcome to another edition of It's All About Who You Know, where influential people talk about sports, faith, and more. Your host is a former Oregon State wrestler, an MMA fighter, and a wrestling coach. Brought to you from Las Vegas, Nevada, here's your host, Christian Robertson. Hey, what's going on, guys? Thank you so much for coming back to another episode of It's All About Who You Know. A little different episode tonight. Um, or today, whenever you're watching it. Uh, so my brother just got off of Jason Whitlock's show. Amazing show. From what I understand, Jason did an amazing job with them, um, just giving them an opportunity to share their story and giving them a platform. Because for the last, I mean, year, and, and really like the last eight months, these kids have not had a platform. And uh, it was just, I know my brother's story. I know it's true. And, you know, seeing some of the comments and stuff, people didn't listen. People didn't watch. Um, you can't listen to that entire podcast and have a negative takeaway of the boys because they're kids and they were silenced for so long. So I'm first and foremost just so proud of my brother Caden for just everything he was able to do. You know, he's not like a super outspoken person. Um, he has his things that he believes in and he has his things that he's confident about. But uh, going out there and sharing it has always been a little tougher for him than it is for myself or some other people. Um, and so, and especially him being young. So it was, it was cool to see him, you know, just have some confidence in that and just uh, really just grow in that area and be able to share his story and just getting it out there. And I hope and I pray that it, uh, it just catches like wildfire and he gets opportunities from this that he gets to go into the the portal if that's something that he's able to do with his medical condition um, the biggest thing that i want out of this is just to see both of them him and um, owen both just get opportunities that were not on the table before so but let's get into what happened you know all that stuff aside what happened on the episode what uh, what Jason highlighted, what he didn't highlight, um, and then just some of my own opinions and takes of uh, of the whole situation. So I'm going to try to be as uh, I'm going to try to keep my witness as a Christian as much as possible. If I go off the rails a little bit, forgive me. I'm only human. First of all, uh, poll question: Anybody listening on Spotify and Apple, you can do this too. But uh, what is your opinion of Coach? Prime, Deion Sanders, do you think he's done a good job at Colorado? Do you think the way he's treated these kids um, has been worth the three extra wins? Um, or do you think he's done a, a poor job? Uh, I will comment myself, but I'll, I'll, uh, I'll comment a little later in the episode. So first hour or so of the podcast, Jason goes in and he starts talking about the bowl games, Florida State, Alabama getting out, all that. So eventually he brings on um, Caden and his friend Owen. So how this all came about, 
they were actually planning to come on this show, which they are later in the week, and you guys should definitely check that out. Also, if you have not yet, make sure you subscribe. Um, if you're listening, make sure you subscribe to the channel and go over to It's All About Who You Know on YouTube and subscribe there as well. Um, back to what I was talking about. So Owen and Caden, um, I talked to them for about 20 minutes the other day. I think it was Friday night. And we had planned on doing a podcast on Tuesday. So the day that this comes out, that's the day that we were planning on doing the podcast. And we still might. Um, uh, basically, just gave them the rundown of, you know, what we wanted to accomplish. And, you know, at this point in time, Caden's football career hasn't really um, progressed as far as the injury or the medical condition goes with the, um, the MRIs and the cavernous malformation in his head. Um, but... Uh, so what had happened was we spoke about it. They were finally ready to share what's been going on. Just some of the details with, with Coach Dion because it really is, you know, it is frustrating and to say the least. Um, and, and I think my biggest frustration, one, it's my little brother, and I take a lot of ownership of that and protection. You know, I'm like, man, if anybody tried to hurt him from this, I would want to, like, I, I just want to be there. I want to make sure he's safe. I want to make sure he's okay. And, and I don't think anything negative is going to come out of this for him. Uh, and he was already telling me on the phone a little bit ago that, uh, you know, everything's been positive. So that's awesome. And if you guys uh, want to keep sharing some love with him, you know, go ahead and do that. But, um, no, so we had talked, kind of gone through the rundown of what we wanted to accomplish with the episode, with the podcast, with the interview, and just getting their story out. Because actually a year ago, Caden and I did a podcast and when Coach Prime first got hired, and it actually blew up for my channel. Within a few hours, I had made like 100 bucks, and I think it had like 17,000 views, something like that. You can still find it. It's on my old channel, and it, I just reposted it on my new channel. It doesn't have very many uh, views. It was like a 10-minute clip, but the reason it went so viral is because of all the negativity towards Caden, and, you know, negativity sells. There was a lot of, I mean, 80% of people liked the video, but 20% did not um, because of just so much negativity, and what happened was Caden got misconstrued with his tone. You know, he uh, kind of spoke a little bit monotone, and people thought that he was being negative. He wasn't. He had no qualms with um with the entire situation he didn't know coach prime yet he still doesn't know coach prime which funny enough um so that kind of blew up but i had to take it down because um just some of the negative press we did not want to create a bad reputation with dion so we're talking a few days back and you know kind of giving them the lowdown and then he calls me the next morning he's like hey here he texts me he's like you need to um, you need to call me. And I'm like, what's going on? Like somebody's plane go down, what's happening? And he tells me, hey, I'm going on Jason Whitlock's show. Owen reached out to him on Instagram after we got off the phone and is like, you know, tells him the whole story or at least parts of it. And Jason is like, I want to fly you guys out to Nashville. I want to get you guys on uh, my show to come talk about this. Just crazy, right? And my brother's like freaking out. Kind of beat a jerk a little bit. You know, he's like, well, we're not going to do your show now. And I'm like, bro, what the, what the hell? Like, I, I told you, like, I try to give you a platform. But anyway, I digress. Um, and so, you know, they go on the show, and Jason just talks to him. And it's just, it's crazy to me. This is, like, unacceptable at any level, especially 
you know, seeing, listening to that, you know, my brother has a medical condition that literally he could die on the field if, if it were to go south. Um, and that's not speaking figuratively. That's not, you know, saying like, oh, yeah, you know, he could die. On the, yeah, I could die any day. No, no, like legitimately, if he gets hit hard enough with what is in his head, he could die. And the thing that pisses me off the most is that that is the case and nothing from Coach Prime. Dion, I don't know what his name is. Comment below what his name is. Um, not so much as a text, not a meeting, nothing. And this is unacceptable in any aspect of life, especially, especially when you claim to be a born-again Christian. This is not Christ-like behavior in any way, shape, or form. Um, you know, when in the podcast episode on Jason, you heard Owen talk about, you know, how he would see him on the elevator. He'd be like, hey, coach, you know, how's it going? He'd be like, yeah, yeah, hit five for me. Text, and then would walk out of the elevator and go, you know, handshake and high five some of the guys that he recruited and it's just that to 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 be an older brother and to hear that that's going on it it infuriates me it drives me absolutely freaking crazy and and i know that if somebody treated dion's son like that mistreated dion's son like that because i don't think that they deserve that uh, he would be pissed. He would be livid, and he would be going to his social media and saying whatever he could about that person. So the, there's a there's a a double standard here, and it really drives me nuts. Um, and, and just as a older brother, I I like it makes me want to hurt someone. Like it just drives me freaking crazy that somebody could treat my brother like that who hasn't done anything wrong, and then he gets medically disqualified. They tried to, and he didn't talk about this, but they tried to take all of his academic support that he had, and Owens too, um, that he previously had. And my mom, and she won't talk about this, but I will. My mom had to fight to get their academic, his academic support back. Like he, she had to contact the. I mean, the University of Colorado is not innocent in this in any way, shape, or form. They have been horrible the way they've handled this. Every single coach that has ever come and turned a program around up until Dion has had to do it with the talent that was already there because previously the NCAA would not let you kick off scholarship players and there was very few things you could do with people that were already on the roster. And so you had to come in and rebuild the program as opposed to kicking everyone off, even players that were better than the ones that you already had, and then having a 4-8 and eight record finishing last in the Pac-12. So it, it is a scummy move. It is ridiculous. Um, and it does hit me personally because this is my younger brother. This is my family. I did, you know, have to see, I mean, how stress. I mean, my brother's had medical issues a lot in his life. He's had every injury you can imagine. He's torn every knee, both knees. He's broken his arm. He, I mean, he almost died when he was born. Like he wasn't breathing. Uh, they couldn't leave the hospital for a long time. Um, you know, he's had to overcome a lot. And, you know, with COVID, we did a podcast a couple years ago, like Gavin Newsom basically stole his high school career the last two years because he couldn't play football. And, you know, he's able to get this walk-on position at a Division One school and earn his way on the dog squad there and earn his way on the special teams. And then it's just ripped out from under him by this guy that claims to be a born-again Christian. 
And I, and I don't know where Dion's salvation is, and I wouldn't question it. If he wanted to come on this show and discuss it, I would be more than happy to talk to him. I'd be so welcoming. I would shake his hand. I would say thank you for coming, and I would hammer him on some of these questions because this is my family member that was hurt, disenfranchised, and mistreated. Um, and I know that if I did that to his family member, he would want to say some things to me. So... Um, to have all this stuff happen, and I've just completely lost my train of thought, but to have all this stuff happen, um, sweetheart, where was I going? I, I was making a point. You can talk. I'm not going to edit it out. I'm just, I, I don't know where I was going with that. Oh, yeah. So, so you think about all those things, and he's got a medical condition, and you can't even make five minutes. And they talked about this. He couldn't even make five minutes to say, hey, brother, you know, we're sorry. Um, man, we are praying for you. We hope that and we pray. If you need anything, like you already have some certain resources here that just came with your agreement. Um, if you need anything, please let us know. Don't, don't hesitate. Um, if we can't do it, you know, we'll try to find somebody that can. But, uh, you know, what, what you're going through is tough. And, um, you know, we want the best for you. That is an approach. But, you know, but bottom line, you know, we've got to put guys on the team that are playing. And unfortunately, you know, we don't know what's going to happen with you. Um, maybe sometime down the road. But right now, that it's not the time. That would be a ballsy way and a man way to show up and say, hey, you know, I'm not happy with it. I don't like it. But at least I can't say anything bad about the person that said it because they did not treat me wrong. They just, you know, don't see something that maybe I see or maybe somebody else can see. Um, instead, you don't talk to the kid. You don't reach out. You ignore his text. You ignore his mother's emails. You um, completely act like you're above him as a human being. First of all, there's no human being that's above another human being. So for you to act like that because you are an all-pro football player and one of the most popular people on the planet, I'll just say this. We're all Christians here. Dion's a Christian here. This popularity isn't going to matter. And your, your platform as a, as a human being on this earth is, is going to be judged based on how you elevated Christ and how you brought yourself low you know the bible does say this like i you know i think i think it is paul that is saying like i um oh, i'm losing my train of thought again basically saying like i bring myself low to like for his glory like i it, it doesn't matter like i i want to raise his name and I, I don't know if it's a pride issue i don't know if it's a uh um just uh, you're, you've got yes men in his. He's got yes men in his corner. But it, it really, it, and I didn't even expect to go this far into it. I didn't even expect to uh, get this much. But it, it does hurt, it, and it, it is frustrating. And I did have to see how stressful it was on my mother going to the doctor's appointments and hearing these diagnoses of uh, of what could happen to her little boy. And I remember my mom said something to me. She was like, um. She said, uh, I just want him here 
in my house because if anything were to happen, at least I could cuddle him before they took him, took his body. And I, shit, sorry. Um, I I just don't have a lot of good words to say about somebody that could not care to even have a freaking conversation with somebody when that is the potential outcome on the table. If somebody was dying in a hospital bed with cancer and the coach didn't come talk to them when they're still on the team, that that would be, I mean, that's a pretty shitty person. So that's all I have to say on that. But um, my brother and Owen did an amazing job on Jason Whitlock. I want to f- say thank you so much to Jason for giving them the platform to speak because even though you know I tried to do it and I want to do it and I'm still going to do it, I don't have as big of a voice as the Blaze Network and Jason do. I mean, that video has already gotten 20,000 uh, views at the time of recording this. So just a huge thank you to that entire organization um, for allowing that. And if anybody is watching it or saw it or is watching this, um, listen to the whole interview before you decide to make your judgments because is everything good? Yeah. Okay. Listen to the whole interview before you decide to make your judgments because it is um, it is impactful and it is important to hear. And there does need to be ca- accountability within the church. And when you try to get a hold of somebody and talk to them, um, they do need to be held accountable when they haven't. And, and I'm proud of them for doing that. And just, you know, having that, that the guts to do that, uh, it, was, it was cool to see. And there was actually, um, it's just some of the things that they said, I didn't even know. Like, I didn't know that there was a red carpet that says, did I ask you to come in? Um, I didn't know that, uh, what was the other one? Well, I guess, I mean, there was a lot I didn't know. And I'd have to go back and watch it. But just the whole fallout of the deal was was pretty crazy, and um, yeah, I'm just I'm just proud of my brother. So, um, babe, is there anything else I should talk about or discuss? Or oh, well, I put I'm putting it at the beginning of the thing, but it's just my brother had like one of the best lines, and he goes, uh, you know, they said. Uh, what did they say? Oh, like when they got back to him, they had said, you know, only active roster is allowed on the field. And he goes, well, you know, I didn't know that uh, The Rock and Lil Wayne were active roster, but okay. And he, and the best part of the whole video is like he doesn't even, like he doesn't even laugh. He doesn't smile. He just keeps chewing his gum, which Caden, I do have to say, like, why did you bring gum to that? Like, is this your first rodeo, dude? Like, what the heck were you thinking? you just like... Uh, what's up, Doc? <laughs> Just like Bugs Bunny over there. <laughs> and then there was one point. <laughs> oh my gosh, there was one point, babe. Do you remember? There was one point when he he like had to look at his note. He had to. He had to he goes back in April. Yeah, back on. Uh, he goes like this. <laughs> He's like back on April twenty sixth. <laughs> He looks at his note, but he like must not have remembered that the camera was on him. <laughs> oh, it was so funny. I was oh my gosh, I, me, Michelle and I were laughing so hard, but it was it was funny. I, I mean, the whole thing. I mean, obviously it's a it's a hard 
it's a hard thing to to talk about and um oh my gosh it was just it was so funny just like it was cool watching him because uh you know your whole life you're like what you know what are my little brothers going to do and um to see that like he got that opportunity and that uh you know he was able to um just capitalize on it and they flew him out to nashville i'm sure that was fun michelle and i are supposed to go to nashville on our honeymoon We're, we've been married six months we haven't gone on a honeymoon yet i swear i'm gonna make it happen babe Christmas, <laughs> help. Uh, yeah, so anything else? Oh, yeah, so my next episode will either be with them or Coach Brandon Slay. If you guys are wrestling fans, you'll know who Coach Brandon is, uh, Olympic champion in 2000, beat probably the greatest wrestler ever, in um i can't remember his first name but it's uh satiev go look him up absolute stud won three olympic games the one that he didn't win was the one that brandon beat him and he won two games after that so just crazy beat the guy in his prime and then i'm gonna have my brother and owen on at some point as well probably probably within the next day or two i would imagine right next day or two okay so yeah probably within the next day or two well, anyway, guys, thank you so much for watching. Thank you for uh, tuning in. If you're listening, make sure you like and subscribe. Comment below. Let us know what you think. And uh, go check us out on all platforms. Thank you, guys.